you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Going to the hurry of offense. Hi and hello football fans and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented as always by McDonald's. Go get you some of that all day breakfast and it is time as you just heard there for the Andy Reid style hurry up. We're going to take our time as we go through this hurry up and then we will jump in to a great show for you joined in Studio 66. First of all, by a returning fantasy guru he's been off doing who knows what well actually I know because I follow him on Twitter he's been traveling football America looking for clues to help provide you with the best fantasy insight you can possibly get he is the creator of reception perception it's Matt Harmon what's the poop fella well, thanks for having me, Dave. As much as I reject the term guru, but I do appreciate uh, you following all of my adventures on Twitter. It's kind of hard not to, as I do force uh, my entire life down everybody's throat, essentially, that follows me on social media, because I'm I, I, like you. I am needy. I need people to see these things. I know, but what you didn't need was 100 pounds, and you shed it, and uh, that's gotten a little bit of uh, publicity. Yeah, that was Harmon. that was pretty shocking. I did not expect uh, – well, I knew I was going to write the piece about myself. Uh, again, <laughs> there's that neediness. But uh, I did not expect CNN to pick the story up. I'm thinking either. about getting a, a, a lap belt. It's about time to get rid of my, my weight, too. I need to lose about uh, 70, 80 pounds. I might do something like that. Next up, you see him on the update desk. He's really turned that into his own thing to the degree that it feels like a show through the summertime on NFL Network. He also joins us here whenever the news allows him to sneak in here. I'm sure he'll depart for breaking news at some point here. It's Patrick Claybon. What's the poop with you, fella? I am soaking in this Dave Damashek quote that came before the show. Mm -hmm. which is going to be my spirit animal for the remainder of my existence. I'm not narcissistic. I'm vain, and my vanity requires your attention. Oh, I <laughs> that like is, that. That is so good. That's a good quote. I'll that give you another, be... <laughs> here's another one of my quotes. Another thing that I always like to say, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I've never heard of that original. It's funny, Patrick, you should bring that up, because the other day I stumbled onto Facebook, as you sometimes do, and there's a feed down the right-hand side telling you what your – your friends are doing and there was a quote it just said at the top Dave Damashek likes Dave Damashek I think that was one of the most appropriate things I've ever seen Uh, I had to do it I had to like it told me you have to like your own public page or something it's true so I did it they made us get public pages too for fans I liked it little did you know I'd be there waiting to pounce and of course you hear his voice much to my chagrin and yours you'll not hear it again after this episode of the DDFP for a fortnight at least. It is, of course, our resident Miami Dolphins fan, Handsome Hank. Yes, he's leaving for merry old England. He's going to do his annual visit. This is one of the more sorrowful stretches that confronts us each uh, each year here on the DDFP. Uh, handsome returns to his homeland. Rams chase him around and butt him in his butt and uh, so on and so forth. Handsome, how are you? I am very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. It's, it's, uh, it's my Christmas Eve. 
Oh, well, listen, let's get into the hurry-up. And As a matter of fact, I forgot to do <laughs> We're We're so off the rails with the Andy Reid hurry-up that we don't even actually get into the subject. We've called three timeouts. <laughs> That's right. Well, let's start with this one. Let's remedy that here and now. Arian Foster, I mentioned, um, is now a member of your favorite pro football team, Handsome Hank. How say you, in terms of scale of 1 to 10, what color excitement do you have for this? I am, I would say, a yellow 4. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yellow four. Not uh, oh wow, not optimistic. Uh, well, I, I mean, there, there's not a whole lot to go off. He will, I think, he'll play about four games. Um, depart potentially injured, and I'm, I'm, I, I was, I am still excited about Jay Ajayi, our friend that we met last week. Yeah, um, look that up. A delightful guest. Where can people find that Bartlett behind the glass? Is it on? Um, is yeah, it look, on YouTube or is it on NFL.com? NFL.com. NFL.com slash iTunes Stitcher. Android to, podcasts. We had about a calls. half an hour with a guy, and he, we had a great time with him. He Let's really was a nice, nice fella. He really was, and uh, also I was delighted. We had a who's more American quiz off between a guy, the Englishman, and handsome, the Englishman. Spoiler alert: Handsome Hank thinks the first president of the United States is Abraham Lincoln. Well, it could have been. It could have been. Well. It's a good place to start. It was embarrassing. <laughs> Harmon, one to ten. Give me a color. How excited are you? Um, blue five, blue five on Arian Foster. Not big uh, fantasy numbers for him. I think the thing about Foster last year was it was really the first time we saw him decline as a runner, and that was obviously he was coming off of a groin injury. But he averaged two point six yards per carry last year in the four games he played. That was by far the worst of any of the Texans backs that were in there. But where I think he's going to make a big impact when he plays is in the passing game. Uh, he averaged over 10 yards per reception last year. He's still a playmaker in space, and that was the area that it seemed like they were most concerned about with Jay Ajayi. So I think early on, however long he does play, he's going to be the primary pass-catching back. But, I mean, I'm still not completely out on Jay Ajayi because I really liked him coming out of Boise State, and also he has value as the guy that will usurp all the touches in the event that Foster does. Well, question down. marks in terms of health with both of those guys. Right. I guess the Dolphins are rolling the dice that one of these two is going to work out for and, us. And they, go, they drafted Kenyon Drake out of Alabama, one of Patrick's favorite players, I'm guessing. Paul um, Kenyon for a while. And, uh, Last seen scoring a dynamic touchdown in the national title game, right? Yeah, he's, he's a good football player. He's a guy where I've seen injury concerns. We talk about it. they're playing running back. Yeah, mm. true injury, enough. Yes. Injuries happen. People criticize Kenyon. He broke a leg and he broke an arm. It's, it's not unless you have Wolverine playing. <laughs> it's gonna those things are gonna happen. Ooh, I'd not, like to have that one. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to have yeah. that Wolverine. Have him power. playing tailback. I, I'm I'm red one with uh, Aaron Foster in Miami because it, it's a he has a chance to further my agenda in, in saying that if somebody's good at football, there's more evidence to believe that they can continue to be good at football. And uh, and I think people Wouldn't talk- that make you more of a of a purple nine? Well, I was going with red. I don't think I don't red being does one. Anybody know how this? There's no. There is so. no scoring. Um, like <laughs> See, there's nothing official here. The way my numbers don't mean crazy anything. brain works. Colors don't mean anything. I, I went letters: red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wake up, Claybon. You just don't <laughs> get it, man. Harmon, we'll start with you on this fantasy issue here in 2016. Is it okay to admit? as a grown-up, that you care more about your fantasy team's results than you do about your alleged favorite pro football team's results? Well, I never like to get into the business of telling another human being what they should and should not be a bigger fan That is of, where you or... and I part ways, Frank. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm, I'm willing to let another individual decide where they should let their passions and loyalty We're lie. We're a society of laws. Well, sure, but does that law have to include fantasy and football and things that I'll are supposed to be I'll let you know what things need to be. All right, well, I'll defer to you on that. But, okay. no, I think that – I mean, I'm a, like kind of a, an emotionally cold person when it comes to fandom anyways. Not in my real life. Then emotions fly from my sleeve. Yeah, don't don't take note, ladies. Yeah, pl- no. Matt Harmon cares. Small. No, I don't. I don't, actually. Please don't call me anyone. Ever. Can I call you sensual? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, we'll discuss that when we get to what we're going to track in our in our live. Um, but I think that I think that you can be a, a bigger fan of your fantasy team if that's what really gets you going. You know, I mean, to be honest with you, if your fandom isn't really interesting, if you're a fan of a poor team, perhaps that's what that's what hurts me is to see a bunch of people out there continuing to throw their love and emotions and passions behind these teams that do not return that love and emotion and passion. Ah, uh, well, if you can sense. If you're able to deduce 
reasonably that you don't feel your management is putting the best foot forward to put a winner on the field. That's where you can part ways with them. Claybon, how say you? Uh, as, as Matt said, you like whoever you want to like, but don't get mad at me if I question how much you actually care about sports. If you're like, oh, well, I, I just don't care anymore. I'm rooting for my fantasy team now. Well, don't don't criticize other people for caring. People have it's a soullessness to it. I don't know. Isn't Handsome it? Hank, resolve it's not this. Soulless. No, no, no. I'm saying the people who there's something about it that seems weird. Empty. I don't particularly care about anything. Seems narcissistic. I don't. I don't care about my fantasy team or my real life team. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! A look into the bleak. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The bleak uh, self-esteem of Matt Harmon. Handsome Hank. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. Thank <laughs> you. Oh wow. Thank you. I mean, it's like, not okay, and I don't. I'm, I, I don't care. If you don't, I don't care if I don't want to tell people what to do. I'm going to tell them what to do. The, the answer is you I should like, like that. You, you, you sorry, <laughs> but you, you, of course, you you support a team. The fantasy thing is incidental. It all comes outside home, of outside long, of real life. Look at this. It's called fantasy, but mirror. this is reality, guys. This is this is what you live or die on. Not your reality. You're not a part of the team. It is if I make it my reality. Well, my reality is whatever could, I choose. Thank you, Matthew. Your reality in general is your own perception of it. I right. Mean, nothing is really real if you want to get okay, right Okay, well, let's not. It. I mean, come on. We're not. This isn't the philosophy podcast. That's. I am I trying mean, to that's turn what it Daniel like, Jeremiah does, isn't it? I'd like it if, <laughs> I'd like it if we could do that we just heard a little ding there patrick claybon are you being summoned for breaking news in uh in late july 2016 i am not that that must be a telemarketer but Thank i have goodness. to check after a telemarketer. next up on the alleged hurry up here favorite sound in sports this one comes to us from uh a citizen of the czech republic jordan in seattle he drops us a line and claybon i start with you i like this he started off with the crack of the bat, and so on. But I think we can expand what counts as a sound in sports. Claybon, start us off. The nice, crunchy sound of someone dunking a basketball, preferably on somebody else. Ooh, I was Ooh. just about to say, what the hell does it sound like when somebody dunks? It sounds like that, and then normally it's it's accompanied by screams. Yeah, that was in a vacuum. Oz. Yeah, of course, it, it it's met with the roars but it's, of uh, 15,000. But just that alone was, was enough to get me going. Yeah. Oh, startling like, than anything. Made me feel like I got dunked on yeah, there, and exactly. now I feel shame. Was there a sound? I, I've said many times before, I had a ticket to the Fitzgerald Fieldhouse the night that uh, Jerome Lane broke the backboard at Pitt against Providence. Instead, I opted to go to the Igloo and watch the Penguins um, get shut out by the New York Islanders. Was I, there a girl involved, Dave? <laughs> Damashek in his teens? No. no. Okay. You have to speak to a girl to then, I, I assume, to go yeah. on. I, I think that's how it works in the teen years. Yeah, no, no, no certainly okay. not. I just wanted to check. Uh, boy, a slam dunk. I, but the shattering of a backboard, does that make a sound? Because that seems like that would be pretty You think good. it would. By the time by the time it's broken, it's been drowned out by people losing their minds. Mm. Handsome Hank, how say you? Uh, well, obviously, it's the time of year where we're all, you know, collectively thinking about cricket a lot. Yes. And um, and so what we call the sound of, of leather on willow. Um, that's beautiful, isn't it? Just yeah. the little. That did sound neat. <laughs> well, they didn't exactly play the whole clip. I don't want to sound like a bro, but the sport is called cricket and it's leather on willow. It's no different to pigskin on. I guess it's on, like wearing on, pink. It's like I'm so secure with what I am. I don't care what you think. What image that that might? Mm. Uh, Why? What does know, it bring? Up? What does it bring up for you? I don't know. Willow and cricket just certainly doesn't sound like, uh, you know. Willow is a real type rugged of wood. Sport. It's the same. It's probably the same thing they make um, a baseball um, bat out of. It just sounds like, but it's 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 a sport. I mean, I look think, at the I, outfits, I think the all whites got, and everything. It's it's a sport for dandies. Let's be we've honest. We've got to Whoa. a point. Dave. We've got to a point in life where I think you know you can go beyond judging things from what they what the words sound like or what the colors of their clothes are. I think you know, like uh, even America is, is, is getting that far. <laughs> Harmon, please, let's move on. <laughs> so I picked uh, uh, the sound of a driver connecting with a golf ball. You know, that's kind of uh, that's, that's kind good, of a except for, you know what I don't like anymore about it. I don't like that in the modern uh, age that it's got a ping sound to it. Now. See, I like, I like it on the wood. Better. See, I kind of like the ping. And I wait, guess you like wood now? So it's wood's okay for golf, but not okay for cricket. I did. Say, that wasn't the point that I I I, I balked no, at. No, I balked right, at fine. the. 
Wait, it sounds wait. like it sounds like leather on wheels. Hey, hey, but hey, what about hey, the go- what, what about what golfers are wearing? That's fine. Stop bogarting my segment. And, I'm sorry, and they don't they don't they don't wear the the kilts or the the pinstripe the socks anymore. Uh, I'm not advocating, by the way, for the Payne Stewart look either. That's silly. That's wearing a costume to play your sport. Right. So the reason I picked the golf driver one is just I don't know golf. It, it strikes me as like a very leisurely activity. Like who the hell has time to spend like eight hours on a golf course anyways mm. these days? And I mean I was supposed to golf with franchise Matt Franciscovich over the summer. We literally never did that, despite I'm what's, not sure who that is. Uh, he's the other other fantasy writer. Oh, that team. other bearded. Fella. Yes, the better beard actually. To be honest with you, um, which is a hard topic to talk about, but it's his must because his mustache is visible. It's actual, yeah, eye, right. As I, opposed he, to your flaxen one. Really, have to go, like a go right, go right for go the throat, Dave. But no, I just I think that it's a very leisurely activity, and it it just speaks something like, man, I wish I actually had time to do that more to get away. And I've said golf would be way better if they would just cut it down to twelve holes. Oh. By the time you get to about ten or eleven, it's like, all right, we get the point. Can we? Are we done yet? Like, it's I, I always get bummed out right around thirteen ish. But then right it's similar there, to like, basketball. Just don't tune in until the the. the I'm not talking about watching. I'm talking about actually playing. Oh, playing. I get bored. It's like, all right, can we go home already? Yeah, enough's I'm, enough already. I'm a pretty terrible. I'm a pretty terrible golfer, but like my mom is a huge golfer. She loves to go, and she would always be like, "Let's go hit a quick nine. I'm like, "What the hell do you mean quick? It's gonna be like half my day." My old man likes to wake up uh, under the cloak at night and go out to the course so that you're the first ones out there. Just as dawn breaks, you tee off, and then you you can blow through the course and yeah, you know, nobody's home out. for breakfast. Yeah, but then you have to obviously, and then it compromises your night before, and then the whole, yeah, and then you're tired. <laughs> See, well, what, what are we doing? So what, what are we doing? This is, what I, this is what I'm saying. What you exercise in in human endurance are we putting ourselves through? You you become very uh, in your old age. You become a little yeah. angry about. <laughs> Here's the best sound. I'm worried about you. Here's the best sound in sports. Nay, maybe all of the world. College football. Make it nice and crisp outside, if you would. Maybe the smell of wieners wafting over from uh, from Mm -hmm. tailgates nearby. There's nothing better than college football uh, marching band making the noise. On a grand Saturday, beat it. You can't. You did interpret the question differently to the rest of us, though. So what? No, no, I mean, just as a good imagination. It shows good imagination. I think it also provides us with the opportunity. I think we should do, I mean, you can really name that sound. Is it name that sports sound is a good game we could play, too. Because mm. you could really get into fight songs, TV, sports theme songs, these sorts of sounds like, uh, you know, out of context, give us that slam dunk. Would you be able to identify that? It kind of sounds like somebody jumping off of a plank or like a diving board. I would. I can tell you the person in that sound clip jumped off of two feet as well. It's just <laughs> I, I can feel it. <laughs> and they dunked it with their right hand. That's I like landed on that last kind of braggadocious. Hey, behind the glass. Store up some sounds of all manner, songs, fight songs, which includes, which are it could be the in next, songs. Fight songs are included in songs. The next surprise game show could be a sound-based one. Yes. I want the, uh, my dream is to turn the DDFP into nothing but games. Just nothing but game shows. Yeah, I feel like a it se- already is some, somewhat for you. <laughs> I suppose so. Hey, start the show. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, once again, hi and hello, football fans, and welcome to the DDFP. And I mentioned it again, presented by McDonald's. Go get you some of that all-day breakfast. We're going to take some of that all-day breakfast up to uh, to Rams training camp. Actually, I guess we're going to go to the Coliseum. Handsome, as I mentioned. You are not going to be there, unfortunately. You're going back to the When are you UK. doing this? That's I wasn't invited. I might have changed my vacation plans. Is that true? That. Yep. No, we wish we could have had you along for the ride, but uh, instead, go up there. I hope we can kibitz with Jared Goff. Who knows? Les mm-hmm. Sneed, the impossibly handsome Les Sneed, and so on. 
Um, so you'll be missed uh, there, but Matt Harmon's back in the fold. That's good news. Handsome, do you have any good news you'd like to share? I'm going on vacation today. No, there's <laughs> other news. Why don't you share your big news? I mean, I, I, I... Handsome got a big promotion here at the NFL, so muzzle tub to him. Cheer for him. That's the smart move, Clavon, yeah. because now he can really – he wields more power than he did even before. He could have your head on a stick by the end of today. I assume by he could do EOB that if he wanted to. I would ne- – there's no reason for me to do that. No, that would be weird and yeah. compl- I'm really yeah. out of line. And murder. Yeah, also. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. It uh, it scared me though. What was it? Either way, but muzzle tub to you on that news and to thank you, uh, Dave. That's to, very kind uh, of you. Harmon, it's uh, good news for all of us to have him back here. Kibitzin about fantasy and hipping you to uh, his insights, including reception perception. But while I'm thinking about it, um, Scott Bayo spoke at the uh, <laughs> oh geez. at the RNC. Charles, I, I was just stunned that this happened when I brought this up to uh, to the twenty somethings. That uh, that work in our video room. Nobody knew Chachi Arcola. What that was. Nobody knew that pop culture reference. Do you at least know who Charles in Charge is? Handsome. Did you get those shows in the UK? No. You didn't get Charles in Charge either. I don't, I don't believe so. I am really an old old man. That bums me out. Um, what is uh, the summer show you're watching? I'm continuing the hurry up here. Okay. I, before we jump in on some football talk here. Are you asking me? Yes. I have been watching The Night Of on HBO. Me too. Two episodes in. It's awesome. terrific. It's very Love good. It. It's yeah. very good. It's a, about a perverse crime. And I thought it would right. be more straightforward where, wherein you, the lead character, was somebody who you sympathized with, which which maybe you do, but I th- still do. But I thought it would be clean cut. Like, well, obviously this is a guy wrongly accused. Instead, it's murkier. It is. Fascinating. Harmon, how say you? I have wanted to start that. I have not yet. I would recommend it. Yeah, I finished the second season of Bloodline about a Uh, month ago. That's a good one. Yeah, it was pretty pretty good. I think I liked the first season better, but season two was fine. But right now I'm revisiting Parks and Rec. Uh, ah. just, just to keep you know a good like lighthearted twenty minute show because I'm this is, makes me sound old and I'm definitely not at all. No. Um, and I can't like if I can't sit through a forty minute show before I fall asleep anymore. Like I will fall asleep <laughs> in the second half of it. So I'm like I just need a good twenty minute show before I go to bed. Conk out. Mm. Laybon, how say you? Uh, Stranger Things, uh, Winona Ryder. I watched the first episode of that last night. Really we're, fun. We're, we're hooked. We're yeah, try, we're probably going to finish it by today or tomorrow. It really, it's where it, do we find? How it? would you describe it? It's it's sort of like, well, first of all, it's stylized. It's it's set in the '80s, mm-hmm. and the you know, the 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 title card and everything else looks like a Stephen yeah. King novel. It it does, and the the music, everything takes you takes you kind of back. And, it almost uh, feels like a Spielberg picture. The first uh, the first five minutes, you feel like that's what you're looking at. And and every once in a while, it will remind you like, hey, this show is weird. And mm-hmm. you're like, I like mm-hmm. that. I like how weird this show is. And it's is. got sort of like, well, you haven't seen them exactly one episode in, but you get the sense that there's some supernatural right. monster or monsters or Maybe, something. Maybe, or, or a whole other world. It's, it's, it's very, yeah. yeah. Where, do I, I know find, that, where do I find this That's program? off-putting to me usually. On Netflix. But, it, but it is engaging, so if I at least, uh, you know, one episode in. Also, By the way, Handsome advised me on the night manager, so that's summertime plus night equals success. Mm. In I also, I've also um, been catching up on The Wire. Uh, spoiler alert. Ever. Spoiler alert. Last night I was watching, I did not see this coming. Stringer Bell got shot. Whoa. I had no idea that was going like, to... I was genuinely Maybe. shocked, but I was like, imagine if this was 2006 rather than 2016, and I was able to converse with someone who was also shocked by this. Maybe also, we can put like a 10-second block after Hank says, spoiler alert. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was spoiler shocked, alert if you haven't I watched the show. By this. Well, wait, we've already established on the show that, that I think we said 72 hours is absolutely the end of spoilers. We're, we're, That's we're at least generous. We're at least eight years in now. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Maybe more. Very, very generous. Minimum. Um, but, uh, the last thing is speaking of shocked is it before, not the last thing, but the last <laughs> thing is before the first we jump thing, into in the fact. show that's written down on this piece of paper that I'm holding here. <laughs> um, but, uh, just before we began, Matt Harmon said that, uh, he doesn't like any Christmas music. I, I Does that upset that you, statement. Claybon, as a human being? It, it makes me sad. It makes me sad Man, for my friend. It makes me Matt. sad for mm. him. Um, it makes me want to hug him, which, uh, especially cause he that I welcome. Like, did you ever see the the like the puppet late sixties version? I'm already, of <laughs> I'm already Santa Claus is coming to town. Matt Harmon kind of looks like young Santa Claus in that. 
That's the worst. That's the, Doesn't he? Dave, you have like a lightsaber out yeah. there. You're just slashed. That's the third like, worst thing. Like like cricket gets slashed. <laughs> Who's more beloved than Santa Claus? I compared him to a young Santa. That's an but insult a wooden, now? A wooden, a wooden puppet one. Yeah. I could have compared him to, hey, did you see the pictures of the before? He looked like old Santa in those. <laughs> All right? That's actually true. Um can I respond to this criticism? Sure. Well, not the wooden Santa <laughs> part. I don't care about that. But I look, I don't dislike all Christmas music. I clarified the statement to say that I enjoy like a good classical Christmas music, you know, like whatever those ones are. Um, that's fine. White Christmas. You know, Silent Night. I can get a little teary-eyed at that at the end of the Christmas service if that's what you're into. But the like modern rock and roll Christmas songs can get all the way out of here. I don't like any of that. And my roommate and – NFL fantasy colleague Alex Gelhar is a big like Christmas nut. I'm not familiar with who that is. Another one, the other, other, other fantasy guy without any facial hair. Yeah, no facial hair on that one. Yeah. So he really. So that's your he's defense. A, he's a big Christmas nut, and what a weird. You, you call me salty, handsome Hank. What person vocalizes his? Well, I, t- I you know, I Matt is not alone. I have definitely come across other people who I know, but as a just bit, somebody kind of as a bit, they that's don't like trying. Christmas. It's a most thing. of most it's of a thing in a way that people right. you know it's like oh I know I'll be the guy that doesn't like Christmas. I will peel back the curtain here to my operation a little bit. Um, whenever I have, <laughs> whenever I have a slightly contrarian opinion on a cultural topic, not a football topic, I take that very seriously. I never, never hot, never heat up my takes on that. But for life stuff, you know, like how the fact that I think peanut butter is the worst food ever created, I will, I will turn the heat up to eleven on I, that. I take. have half a mind to show you the door. <laughs> Peanut Sorry. butter is delicious. No, it's terrible. It's awful. Let's not. Let's. I mean, the smell, I don't want to get. I mean, I don't want to. Let's not it. argue with people who've already said that they have a contrary opinion about something on purpose. That doesn't seem like a good. No, no I have the. Opinion, I know the opinion. The opinion is general. Is is He's genuine. floating the bait. And damn, a yeah, can't help himself. The opinion in. is genuine. The heat on the take. It might be a little doctored. Yeah. He and doesn't like peanut butter. He doesn't actually think it's the worst thing ever. No, that one's real. To br- to bring it to a close. Um, the waitress's song, Christmas rapping, that Merry Christmas song. If anybody can, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, what is, it, oh, I don't know the waitress. It's it's one of the worst songs. I like what well, Handsome ever. and I were talking about. What started this is we walked into '66 today. Handsome and I connected on the fact that we like Paul McCartney. Should we sing? Should we sing it together now for the people? Sure. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time in July. So what? Simply having a wonderful Christmas. I like that. I like it a lot. This is what's great about our country. We can go from you like igniting the saber and saying, cricket is for ninnies, to you guys singing the Christmas song together. The leather in the willow. Hey. Hey, I was. Uh, we, I felt like we. Shame bonded. on. I felt like we bonded again. Well, carry on. Let's do I'll something wait. from the show. All right, let's do that. And uh, the first question is: This is <laughs> boy. We're having a hard time getting into the football here. Emma VP tis tisking all the way. She told me that uh, we just broke our own record uh, in the Andy Reid hurry up. We took 17 minutes. Terrific. Now we're uh, well past that. I think we're at the. Ha- 26 minutes, says Emma VP. We have oh, yet wow. to do Delay a game. That's no. No, we talked about Aaron Foster at the very top. top. Right. I mentioned true. Andy Reid. That was the right. first thing out of my we mouth. We got one first down. So Ryan Bartlett behind the glass uh, says that, they have na- that they're now going in the preseason, which, boy, oh, boy, what is it, two weeks away until mm. they play the first game? Yep. Um, they're going to be throughout the preseason – Oh, by the way, for a father, too, handsome. <laughs> Have you considered the fact, because uh, Jean-Claude Van Damischek just mentioned, oh, I want to go to a football game with you. Let's all let's go year. together. We could go to a preseason Yeah, game. let's go together. Too, and yeah. these these six-year-olds that we have are suckers. They don't know if they're seeing right. preseason. No, they don't care. Oh, this is the best thing. This is the, this is the Super Bowl, boy. Yeah. Tell everybody I took you to the Super Bowl. Play that. I actually You're did, the best. Here's the problem. I actually did take my son to the Super Bowl for his first football game last year, which that probably stinks. That probably shows me up. Probably set the bar a little high. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like that's that's going to be Super Bowl 50. Where do you go from here? Yeah, well. I, anyway, let, sorry, let's carry on with the yeah, show. Yeah, we do need to go. Yeah, let's take let's take our little ones <laughs> to a ball that. game. But all right. So there's going to be a chip embedded in the football, Bartlett? Yeah, it's a chip that's going to be a part of the next-gen stats. So to, gonna, oh, so it'll track how fast the ball is moving kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Speed, length, distance. Will it check whether the ball is properly inflated? 
I guess it's interesting. Come on. I guess we just we just got rid of that storyline. What's that? I said something, oh. but you weren't oh. concentrating because you aren't a narcissist about me. You're a narcissist <laughs> about yourself. I am not a narcissist. I'm vain. I thought we already established that. <laughs> I made a joke about PSI, and you ignored it. It's fine. Uh, Clay- it probably was worth ignoring. Claybon, go ahead and read uh, his quote again. I'm not narcissistic. I'm vain, and my vanity requires your attention. And I, I want that on a. That I want that on a wooden plaque. It's yeah. like Guess my home trick. You will not receive. What I request from right. you, <laughs> my undivided right. attention. What would you like to have tracked in your life? So that, by the way, the next gen stuff I, and the whole uh, sports science thing doesn't intrigue me because it lacks context almost always. You always have to measure, and I hope next gen will do that. That like in uh, what would be cool to me is at some point in preseason. If you could do a thing where, like, they would just take Aaron Rodgers on the side for two minutes and do this across football America with all the QBs and say, all right, just from a standing position, how far can you throw it? Now roll out to your right, see how far you can throw it. So that then we have context when he does it in in, in battle that then it's like, wow, he's doing that within, you know, with a guy bearing down. And then it would mean something to me. As it is, like I say, it just sits in a vacuum, mm. and I don't know how to relate to it. Anyway, Handsome, what would you like to uh, – have tracked Dave if I could I would put chips in dips <laughs> and I would see what the most dipped chi- uh, chipped dipped dip was well, around the country it and then you no, no, around the country but I would put it in all the dips uh-huh. and then we could see like how many dips per how many chips are dipped per dip how which dips are performing best at any one time it's a great use Taking of the chips here. And because chips are right. a different kind of like chip to dip, but I usually I just feel apply like, like, like what bowl has the least amount of stuff left in it. Isn't that right. a good gauge? That would already? be a good gauge as well. But you know, you never but know. This Maybe is high. This high is science. high end that we may find something else we don't we don't know. Interesting, Harmon. If I could, before I answer the question, uh, just a small defense of the next-gen sets, since I'm going to be writing the column for it <laughs> this year. For I'm not attacking But I just want to – You'll, know when, you'll, know, when da- you'll know when Dave attacks something that you're attached to. Don't oh, worry. Believe me. I, I, you'll be able I, to feel I that. I feel like I know the feeling. But anyways, my point just being that I think you're right about context, and that's why I think the best football analysts not only take numbers – they also take what happens on the game film. and But, you know, you can't do vice versa. You can't just take game film and without any numbers. I think it needs to be a marriage of both. But anyways, that's just a quick aside. I'll answer the question now. I thought a lot about this because I like to track a lot of things. Obviously, I chart a lot of things when it comes to football. But also in real life, I keep a log of a lot of different things. But I think what I would like is I would like my dog's emotions tracked. Because that is the hardest thing as a dog owner to decipher. My dog got sick a couple weeks ago. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, man, why can't you just tell me what's wrong with you? Or how did we get this way? And I would like to know more things about him. I want to know how he's feeling. He's a very emotionally complicated dog. So that's what I would like tracked in my life. I mentioned earlier that I follow you on Twitter. It's getting to be a little bit much of a dog. I, Not a child. I couldn't, I couldn't care less. Uh, what, it's a pet. The, yes. You understand? I know. It's and a, <laughs> Speaking of context, out of context, I think about this all the time, too. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'm just sitting in a room, you know, and I've had pets, too, and I thought this to myself when that pet would walk by. But in other people's <laughs> homes, sometimes it occurs to me, like, it's weird that there's just a beast walking free in your home. <laughs> You've brought a beast into your home. My he do- had no business dog- being there. My dog is anything but a beast. <laughs> but, but what's he doing there? Was that- and by the way, here's the other thing with pets, too. This is morbid, and Handsome has... Uh, I've heard this so many times. It's uh, I know. Handsome to- gets upset when I make this You've point. got two you pet owners here. Do you understand that when you bring... A- there's death in the world. You know? You're going to have to deal <laughs> with death. What? This is, this is part of the human condition is experiencing the death of loved ones around you, and it's and it's horrifying and it's unavoidable unless you're the one who dies and which, which is probably comes with its own, <laughs> comes with its own issues. everybody does why bring in a creature into your life that you're going to care for that you at the outset are hoping by definition dies before you do let's quick swerve 
Well, oh my God, that is People, the worst. That's, the, a, that's literally the worst opinion of all your of I've all Dave's heard. of all Dave's repeated opinions. This one is a the strangest and b the, the worst. I don't understand it's people's. Spot on, it's though, it's isn't not it? spot on, but, Dave, because everyone in life, in relationships generally, you should be hoping to get as much out of the moments you get to spend with people. I suppose rather than humans, dreading the moment bring, they die, you don't bring humans into your life under the assumption, "Well, I'm going to part ways well, with them." That's but everybody, but you do part ways. So, Dave, would you say any relationship? Relationship that doesn't result in marriage is pointless. Yes, is that, is, that's is basically that what he's saying. Uh, actually, I won't say what I was about to. <laughs> I, guess, uh, I know where Handsome was going. And, I was uh, lining something up there. That my place, uh, my brain went to the same place. Waybon, <laughs> how um, say you? What would you like tracked? Okay, uh, at the risk of being like super sappy, I'd like chips that could tell me the impact that I had on other people. And I'd, I'd like Ooh. to have stats Ooh. that tell me if Ooh. I positively I like impacted that. somebody's life. Now, that would result in everybody getting a microchip, which would be like end-time stuff for some mm-hmm. people. So if we're, if we're going sports, I'd like maybe my lifetime pickup basketball stats. That would be cool to just Ooh, pull up my neat. phone and see, that, oh, my God, I shoot 30% from three. Maybe I should stop doing that. Yeah, I mean, I, that's basically you want to attend your own funeral, in other words. I don't know no, why you've no. gone back to death again. That seems Cause, great. Cause kind of that thing. I'd like to fixated know that. on death right now. Right. Can, can I? <laughs> can I? At say, his age, I, it's understandable. You understand? You might not. It's sort of like Fantasy Island, like R- Ricardo Montalban would uh, say. Like you might. Uh, he would always warn. It's always was weird on Fantasy Island. One of the three stories people would want to do the worst possible. They're like, "Well, you have one wish that's going to get fulfilled, and it has something to do with uh, some macabre." Uh, episode from your past that you wish to revisit? Well, that's a weird de- desire. <laughs> Either way, he would say, like, hey, Tattoo, he would like to go back and revisit what happened, but he may not like what he finds. Like that, you may not like what you hear. It's what true. about that, Claybon? What are going to deal with people like you're going to hear am, some opinion? What do you think MVP says? But then you could tweak you, no, you could that. tweak your interactions I, in I the future to, uh, in order not, to be I'm able to. I'm not looking to, for, for negative stuff. I want to know, like, did I do well? Yes, right. no, with this person. Oh. And if I, if I didn't, well, then whatever. you can. But then maybe. Well, but you'd then be the like, lack of feedback would then indicate that. It but was you bad. could then change your approach in the future. I think that's helpful. On the whole, I would say Patrick's would help society more than my dip suggests. <laughs> my, can my, I, can my, I say that I since I've walked through the doors here of NFL Media a year ago now, I have pushed two things. One, let me do more things. Uh, and two, and let me get home in time to feed my puppy. <laughs> now that's he's what my best friend. He's, <laughs> he's my on a son. Strict, he's on a he's strict my schedule. Mentor. He's on a strict schedule. <laughs> Anyways, the second thing is that I have been pushing a feelings <laughs> podcast for uh, the NFL here, and I think this is the closest. I think we've this, come is to closest it. this is the closest we've come to it. Yeah, I'm uh, very. Dave, pleased. Dave's goal is to hurt everyone's right. Correct well, answer, hey, feelings are feelings. <laughs> the correct answer for Dave, at least, is my keys. I need to track my keys because, as it is currently, I spend roughly fifty percent of my weight hours looking for them. So mm, that'd point. be good. Where are you going, Claybon? They're calling me down for some hits. But for what? Hey. What can possibly be happening in July? If you will allow me to return. All right. Hurry back. All right. We'll see you in a minute. All and, right. And M- track v- people's feelings along the way. Emma yes. VP. <laughs> yeah, let's just assign uh, maybe. Send Kent behind Maybe him. Ryan Bartlett Send or Kent, Kent behind Brown behind to, the glass. To go check how he does. Kent Brown, just record what people say about him as yeah. he as he, as he uh, walks past. And if oh, they I'll, smile tell you, I'll tell you what I think about him. He is one handsome man. I agree. He is Clay incredibly maybe. handsome. All right, Emma VP. You don't have to vigorously nod at that. That's fine. Yeah, that was a little too vigorous. Yeah, yeah, she oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like some of that. You could say that again. No. <laughs> that is he, he is the accurate. most handsome guy who works here. I've said it before, right? I agree. He's pretty handsome. I'd say he's, he's easily the most handsome. More, who's more handsome, Patrick Claiborne or handsome Hank? <laughs> Definitely Claiborne. Patrick Claiborne. Definitely Claiborne. It's fine. I don't mind. I, I find him more attractive than me as well. I'd rather Let's let her him. answer. I Let's know you like definitive answers I'm going to go with Claybon. Whoa. I'm not that's fine. <laughs> but is handsome's when you involve the accent does that make him more winsome ultimately than Claybon? Ryan Bartlett, I go to you for that. Absolutely. Oh, so handsome yeah. wins. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm, I like the accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, we have Get Harmon here. Do we want to do on here I'm going to leave it to um um visitors delight. Since Handsome, this is your last one, and Harmon for the, for a little while here. Do we want to talk about the best bridesmaids? Phil Mickelson finished second again, played really well at the British Open, and yet it wasn't good enough. In sports terms, 
Who are the best bridesmaids you can recall? In fact, now that we're talking about it, I can spit out a few of these. I know the Houston Oilers of the late 70s, they were the second best team mm-hmm. in the NFL. Unfortunately, they were in the same division with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that was same, same goes for the Baltimore Ravens in 2008. I think you'd put Jim Kelly's bills on that list as well. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know if that's the spirit of Because they got it, to the final. That's but were they pers- But they were better ostensibly, I think, than the or, – or empirically, I should say, than the Giants were that year. That they lost – the first but Super they Bowl. they lost. I know, but that makes them a bad – I mean, like, you were really good. Unfortunately, you just happened to not be as good as the champ. You know what I'm saying? No. I thought a bridesmaid is, is – is not As a for bride. instance, in the National League Central 2015, unprecedented, the three best teams by record in Major League Baseball all there. were all in the National League Central. Right. The Cubs and Pirates finished behind the Cardinals. The right. three best teams in baseball, again, though, by record, were those teams. So those were the bridesmaids, the Cubs and Cardinals. I mean, Cubs and Pirates. Yeah, I see, I, now I see where you're going. It's all right, that's, I think we've covered this subject okay. pretty well. Good, let's yes. move on then. Move on. There's nothing else to say on that one? All right, that went well. Next up, on the record, <laughs> let's get to uh, on the record here. And uh, Matt Harmon, fantasy enthusiast, but nominally a Carolina Panthers football fan. Speaking of bridesmaids, because in 2015, did you hear what happened in the Super Bowl? Yep. It didn't work out. Yeah, it did not. But they were very good all, all the way throughout. They were a very good team. Do you like – well, we'll do a little fantasy talk here. Are you excited about, uh, do you think, Kelvin Benjamin, Devin Funches combined to make Cam – Anything close to what he was statistically and, fa- and from a fantasy perspective? You know, it's just quite hard to lap the quarterback field that much in terms of fantasy scoring like he did in 2015. It's hard to do that two times in a row. I would expect some sort of statistical regression for him. You know, not not that he's going to play any worse, but just from a numbers perspective, like his touchdown rate I think will come down. Um, I, I mean, and the addition of Calvin Benjamin is kind of interesting because he's actually a pretty polarizing figure within the fantasy community because, you know, he was peppered with targets as a rookie, mm-hmm. which I think is can be a positive indicator, but he's also just not necessarily the traditional precise wide receiver one, you know, so I don't necessarily have a strong feeling about Benjamin this year. I think that some people overrate him I think some people underrate him I'm kind of right in the middle with him and Funches is an interesting guy because he's not somebody that I'm particularly high on as an individual but as long as they don't ask too much of him and I think they won't I think the team has a really clear idea of what he is which is you know a number three target behind Benjamin and Olsen and somebody they can move around the formation I think he can be a playmaker more in his second year than he was as a rookie Hey, reception perception, no jive. It's not hyperbole to say this. It really is revolutionary stuff from an advanced metric standpoint and how it helps you you in fantasy. So go get that. The thing that I look at with Cam at some point, I mean, he is, I say this, talk about things I say all the time on this show. Cam Newton is superhuman in, in physical scale. And therefore, the things that you would apply to just about anybody else, specifically, the running around and taking the hits has to, at some point, slow down. I mean, it just can't do that for the – he's not going to do that for the next 10 years of his career. And yet, I don't know if it, if that point is 2016 yet. But at some point, he's a, he's the biggest guy on the field very often. And yet, that has to wear on him at some point. And at some point, the team is going to want to take care of him a little bit better and tell him, all right, just stay in the pocket – and when you get near the goal line, we're going uh, fade route to Benjamin, not having you jump over the pile against Superman. The good news is that I think he did take tremendous steps as a more nuanced passer last yeah. year. And I think that's something that they want to see. And I think we're seeing that throughout the league, really. Like Russell Wilson last year took another step in his fifth year in the NFL, you know, or fifth or fourth year in the NFL, whatever. Like these guys are taking progressive steps. Now that they're starting earlier, that next step is coming a little bit later in the career. All right, let's jump into it. In 2016, they start things off on the record. We're doing this for as many teams as we can. We're do- we've set a nice pace for ourselves. We have a realistic shot of getting through all 32 here. We'll save the Dolphins for Handsome's return. We did it. Oh, no, we did it week. with a Jai, but it didn't go well. Well, Dave. We have to do it again. Do you anticipate that having a, an actual player on the team I sit in on it? They're going to be like, yeah, I think we'll lose in week four. 
All right. That's that you learn from your Like Jerry Orbach at the end of Dirty Dancing, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, and I was wrong. You don't ask a guy who's on the team what you're, how you're going to do in specific games. Obviously, they think they're going to win them all. They have to say that's, but that's what they. We haven't a shot against Brady. That's the starting point for them. You're right. You're right. We're going to win all the games. Let's get through it, fellas. Okay, let's do it. Denver Broncos at Mile High. Harmon, win or loss there. I mean, I always want to be negative, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a win. Uh, I like that. Do you think it's gonna be Lynch handsome, or do you think it's gonna be Sanchez? I think it'll be Sanchez, and I think it'll be a win for the. What uh, about Trevor Simeon? Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, is that's there anything thing. more it's insulting? Guy, he's a guy, but it, that that just the fact that you suggest that tells me they're not gonna win. This In game. a career <laughs> filled with many low points, the head coach saying like, "Hey, Sanchez and Sim and uh, Simeon are neck and neck here." Right. That's not a good thing. That's not that's, a good that's, a, a that's why they're going to lose the game. I agree. So win for the Panthers. Good yeah. for you. Revenge. Next, next up, they host. Wait, is that? Uh, that's a host. Why I can't even see at or. I'll tell you, Dave, because your eyes are failing. I can't see it on this piece of paper. It looks like your eyes are failing. Game. But when, as you grow they older, I'm happy to be your eyes. The Niners went in there in a playoff game a couple of years they're gonna ago. Win. Now it's they're been gonna, reversed. They're, they're going to beat the Niners. 49ers two and Vikings. They're going to beat the Vikings. That's at home. I don't. Yeah, in, it, yeah, sorry, Dave. Dave, this game is in Carolina. That's a good one, man. It that's a that's a, a that's a, that should be a good. This could be. This will be one of the early. Oh, is this a NFC title game preview? Yeah, so many people are overrating the Vikings. Though. You think really? So? Ross Tucker I, says they're going to the Super Bowl. You well, know, I, that's why I'm talking about so many people overrating the Vikings. Uh, that is kind of to his point there, but I, I think that the Vikings are they're fine. They're a fine team. I think if Teddy Bridgewater takes another step. They could be a really interesting squad. And I think That's are, the problem. I think people are kind of underrating him a little bit. You know, they have not asked much of him, but he is still a pretty accurate guy. And depending on the addition of Laquan Treadwell working out, I think that he could be a really dangerous player in that offense. I think Treadwell is a guy. I mean, this is one of those things, and you see it almost every year. It's the Anquan Bolden effect. His 40 time is... Well, I mean, you know, if it, if it was a five-two, then it would be cause for concern. But it was not. It was a it was a tick slower than you'd like to see. But he'll make up for it by being a super physical guy. He's got a lot of Des Bryant to him, Michael Crabtree, Bolton. Michael as I Irvin say. was the guy that they compared him to after he was drafted, and you know, North Turner back in the Cowboys days, that was his guy. So, and they've already said they're going to install similar route concepts. This goes back to Treadwell's a great point to what we were talking about earlier with combining numbers with the context of what happens on the field. You look at Treadwell's 40 time, you're like, oh, that is that is real concerning. But then when you watch him play, and especially you look at his reception perception results, you see, like, this is a guy who separates at every level of the field. He might not be that fast in a straight line, but he combines short area quickness, technique, and physical ability to be a really strong route runner. So he's a guy that I don't know. I mean, any Larry Fitzgerald, with. Antonio Brown. How many examples of guys? Right. I mean, there's there, whatever the whatever the ceiling or whatever the the floor is for what your forty time can't be. It's Laquan. But Treadwell isn't below it. I mean, right. it's not like he humiliated himself yeah. in f- terms of foot speed. Workout numbers give you a range of outcomes and, you know, what's the likeliest that he hits this with these workout numbers. But then you, you, that's why you watch film. You the look for outliers. I tell you, right. That's exactly yeah. right. That's look exactly right. All right. So what are we saying? Win or loss at home with the uh, mini Vikings here? I'm saying the Vikings have to go there. They'll, they'll lose. They, I, they, I'll, I'll go with Hank there. Yeah. there. Whoa, 3-0 and oh, Panthers. Then oh, it's going to get better. Now they go to Atlanta. That's a win. That's a win. Atlanta. Cam has a habit of playing well there. Four yeah. and zero. Look at this. They're now uh, nineteen. Wait, they're now uh, twenty-one and two in their last uh, twenty-three ball good. games here. The, the Buccaneers visit them. All right, that's a win. I think that's a win, but I think that'll be close. Yeah, gonna, I, I like a lot about the Vikings this year. Or, I mean, the, the Buccaneers. I like. You know what? Beware, everybody. You want a good fantasy pick this year? Famous Jameis Winston. When I, all the big, like when all call. the top tier QBs are gone, right famous down there James, at the back, he's gonna put. He's Where gonna am I looking for him? Round what? I would say that he's, you know, around 13, 14 guy. Ooh. Just because that's where quarterbacks are falling. Yeah. I think Is pretty right? much the pretty much the world over has adopted the late round quarterback philosophy. And I think that you see a lot of these guys, unless they're the top tier, go in the double digit rounds. Oh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck bounce back in big ways this year. If you really want a, a, I am with a, you a on difference that. maker in terms of fantasy points, I still say what I said last year. Those two guys. I missed a year ago, this year I will be right. So now we have them at five and zero. Oh, Out on a limb, and they're at the Saints here. At the Saints, 
Konami played a good one last year in the Superdome, these two teams. This is tough. Are you going to get them to 6-0? Oh? How give, ridiculous are them, we going to I'm going to give them a loss there. All right. Between that and the Bucks game, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now That's they're 5-1. and one. Then, then they, they have go a on bye. Then they host, host or they're at. They host, Dave. They host I'm still your eyes. They host the Cardinals. Handsome, how say you? I'm going to say that's a loss. Yeah, I'll go with loss there too. Revenge on revenge the on their minds, and also coming off a of bye week. Sometimes everyone says, "Oh, well, that'll work out." And sometimes it doesn't work out. I believe, though, in the trend that is, you know, well, oh, we, we, we gotta get revenge. It's a reckoning for us. Yeah, except that that team whipped you. Yeah, you know yeah. that they're better than you. They're, they are the antidote for what you want right. to do. Is I kind of believe that. I don't. I, it's you know. I could make uh, some analogies that would be in a well. Anyway, point right. is, I will take. I would take Carolina. I will take Carolina in that one. But I'll give you guys the mm-hmm. the uh, the L on that one. Then, I'll, I'll give them the L there. I'll see at you. the Rams. Ooh, oh, it's a win. That's a win. Yeah, it's easy win. Easy the, win. Now the Rams are going to be crummy. I do, well, they're not crummy. They're mediocre. They're mediocre. We're talking every about year. a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. You're right. Okay, Chiefs. Uh, it says is they're hosting the Chiefs. I will okay. give them a win for that. Although Chiefs I like are going to be good. Well, the Chiefs are going to be good if Justin Houston's playing by then. True, he's yeah, a huge difference point. maker. Yep. Huge. Well, D Ford though, you know that's the thing. We always talk about depth, unsexy, but depth along the line of scrimmage when you have capable replacements, that's what keeps the contenders afloat. Is it keeps having them somebody afloat, but it doesn't in. keep them beating uh, last year's okay. Super Bowl team. Fair enough. Then they have a Thursday night game. That's a win at home, right? Yeah. At home. Gonna give them a Saints. Win. They're That's having a nice season. They're only two losses uh, ten weeks in, so they're eight right. and two. Then they go to Oakland. At Oakland, then at Seattle, back-to-back. Ooh, maybe they stay out there. Maybe they will. Laybon's back. All right, go ahead. Perfect. Um, I am going to give them a win over the Raiders. I'm going to give them one win and one loss. Yeah. Okay, I'll, series I'll, I'll on the road. Them, Three losses there. now for the Panthers. They... Oh, Chargers! They stay. They may. They may spend the entire month of of the end of November and early December on the West Coast. Well, you would expect that they will do that. Raiders, right? Seahawks, Chargers. They might not come home. Well, oh they're, wait, they're hosting the Chargers. Yeah, but they will Sorry. stay. I assume for that yes. week between Oakland. No, no. And but I was us. about. Yeah. I thought I was being um, more intelligent than I am. What do you think happens when uh, Phil Rivers and company? Oh, I think that Phil Rivers are going to lose. Well, that's a that's a homecoming of sorts for him. For what that matters, he matriculated at North Carolina State. <laughs> I, I think the I think the Chargers there. <laughs> oh yeah, when he, when when his fourteen friends turn out, Phil's gonna gonna suddenly that'll really be the motivation. Yeah, he needs. I'm gonna I just say the Chargers lose that game, but I, I will just take a quick aside. I love that offense for fantasy this year. Really, just love it. I think Keenan Allen's gonna have a top six season. What about uh, yeah? I'm trying to, you know, I think that uh, I think that the off. What about the transition between the running backs? Do you like Gordon to take over a little have, bit here? Honestly, I have no idea how to get a read on Melvin Gordon right now because there were certainly times when you go back and carefully watch his film where you see like, oh, this is a, a talented back. He's not a guy that should have he scored runs zero hard, touchdowns. Though. Yeah, I, I think he was a little overrated coming out of college. But now he's almost underrated after literally scoring zero touchdowns as a rookie. I think he could bounce back, but I think they're going to be a pass-first team whether they want to or not because I don't really believe in the defense, and I just think that's where their talent is at. Keenan Bill Allen's Rivers, for all of his talents, is one of those guys you got to keep them clean, and they yeah. have addressed that offensive line now. So, yeah, fascinating division, that AFC West this year. A trip to our nation's capital awaits them on December 19th. How say you, Claybon? Panthers? Win. Panthers win that? That one. All right, they're rolling. They now have only three losses as they enter the home stretch here. December 24th, Christmas Eve. Matt Harmon will have his fingers Simply in his ears. Having a wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. And will they have a wonderful, will Cam have a wonderful Christmas Eve hosting the Atlanta Falcons? It's against my uh, code of honor to make any terrible holiday puns when doing my football analysis. So I will just simply say they shall win. What might it have been? The mine real. Santa might deliver them a win. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but certain certain uh, fantasy analysts here go a little overboard with their Christmas uh, with their Christmas writing Ooh. in their in their columns during that mm. time of year. Give us a give us a word that rhymes with who you're talking about. <laughs> no. Like for example, <laughs> Gabbiano. I will. I'll leave this to. I'll leave this to <laughs> Hank. This is in his subtle. wheelhouse. Very the heat subtle. emanating from the podcast studio. <laughs> and then, Palpable. no shade, no shade. 
in the calendar year 2017, the first day, and as a matter of fact, they play – oh, no, they travel to the Tampa-St. Pete area. With Derek Anderson as their starting quarterback. Is that wow. right? Well, because it's because oh, they've wrapped up. They, they've okay. wrapped it up. They wrapped up their their NFC South championship. I love it. That kind of foresight. Jameis is looking to build towards next right. year, or and maybe the Bucks get a win to get to eight and eight. On are the they season. scrapping for a wild card spot? No, they're going for eight and eight, and that's enough to have Jameis perform well and earn a victory there. Yes, that's a that's a loss for that's them. a loss. But it does, it's a it's a it's a loss. That doesn't it matter. was interesting that they did not rest starters that much last in the final game of last year. So maybe that's not something that they do. But I'm I'll, I'm well, it okay didn't work with out. That. Yeah, it clearly didn't work out. Um, yeah. I guess. But yeah, I'll give them a loss. Emma, so twelve and four to the defending NFC champions. Congratulations! Doesn't seem outrageous. To no, this. no, it, it wasn't really anything doesn't. in there where. I feel like, you know, I don't think the Falcons are ready to roll under Dan Quinn just yet. I don't think they're going to be a a, a boring team. You think so? Very boring team. What excites you about the Falcons other than Julio Jones? Well, two is, uh, you know, puts a cap on how enthused you can be about that team. You know, he's not exactly a dynamic persona. Emma VP, you want us to wrap it up here? You sure? Why? I can see Daniel Jeremiah back there. Jeremiah's back there. He's Ooh, prepping for his. He's him. prepping for his philosophy uh, podcast. Philosophy he, you know what he that. does. You know what Jeremiah does. If if you cross him, like, oh, I'm a nice guy. Oh, I'm just a lucky guy. Please, <laughs> says you, Dave, I'm crossing Q- him. I'm a QB. I'm a QB at App State. Now <laughs> here I am talking ball. I can't believe how lucky I am. Like, oh, oh wait, Damashek's podcast is uh, is uh, cutting into my time. Get me Roger on the phone right now. <laughs> Roger, Roger, I told you a year and a half ago that I would let it go one time, but this goes too far. Who does this Damashek think he is? He's pretty angry back here. I can see it. All right, we better get out. I don't want, to, I don't want any more trouble here. I was going to do the, uh, the um, surprise game show, but we, we don't have time for that, right? We'll save it, yeah. All right. What one. else were we going to talk about, though? Oh, we got to get Harmon back in because he was going to give us some must-owns. In fact, go and read his column at NFL.com and find the fantasy tab there. That's where Harmon has labeled for you his must-owns. Yes, at the wide receiver position. At wide receiver. Yeah, the other cats enough. did quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends. I, I think we're all familiar Nobody with cares what about position play in fantasy. <laughs> we're, not, we're not morons, Harmon. <laughs> well, I know you guys aren't, you know. Well, who should I get uh, linebacker in my – I mean, we understand what happens. <laughs> there are teams – there are psychopaths that play in – I know, that's IDP. weird. That goes too yeah, far. It's, it's a little – I can't yeah, too much. No. Um, and, and the next time we talk with you, Harmon, we got to figure out this uh, this snake draft versus auction. Ooh, agree. I That's say auction is fantasy for grown-ups. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Well, Snake uh, is amateur hour. Sure. I, I, I know. That that should be a good discussion, especially now that we're periscoping all of our mock drafts. I'm excited for the auction one. That could get pretty heated. All right. There he is, shilling for his stuff. It's Matt Harmon, Reception Perception. Follow him on Twitter. Patrick Claibon, I know you're excited. Maybe even more than I am. College football is almost here. That kicks off before pro football. Can't wait. No, it's, it's good. We get to... People say some good things. People, of course, say dumb things about college football as well. <laughs> yeah. so, what, the the, the um takes me. What do you? But that's your take on college football I season wanted, starting. Is that you're already cross with the opinions of other people I that just, haven't been issued yet? I just wanted to hear you say um takes me. It just makes me happy. That's why you brought it, it in. It, it, you and your friend Chris Wessling evaluating the quality of other of people's opinions all the time. Yeah. That's what they do. That's what they do with themselves. I like it. Says Dave Damashek. <laughs> 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 that's right. That's exactly right. There's only room for one in Studio 60. It's like the highlight. Yeah, that's right. Um, yep, well, here we go again. Yeah, they're trying to get Ryan us out Bartlett, of here. Emma VP, play the music. Doesn't mean anything's going to happen. <laughs> go ahead. Play, play it as loud as you can. Turn, Turn it up. It's almost done. 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 All right, now that that's out of my ear, now we can keep, <laughs> uh, keep keep going with our conversation. Handsome Hank, travel safe in the U.K. Oh, Have a you. great time with the uh, the family over there. And most importantly, bring us back some tender vittles, would you? I'll bring some, yeah, I'll, I'll choose some things that you'd each like. Some chocolates! Yes. I want some of those, some some exciting crisp I bring flavors. black tie some Maltesers. Oh, speaking of black tie, that's the next thing we address. Uh, that's what we address on the next show. The handsome, ha- I mean the uh, black tie, second annual 
Film Festival, Black Tie, who has seen seven movies in his lifetime. We have to select what movies, what classics he has to see. All right, now start the music to wrap it up here. We'll let Daniel Jeremiah take over what he he calls it his studio. <laughs> Can I get my studio already? Here, look, at him, he's waving a finger. I, mean, I better go before I get in real heat. <laughs> All right, thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.